Hi guys, and welcome to the God's Not podcast. Um, I'm Alex, and I'm here with my beautiful better half, Jenny. Say hi, Jen. Hi, people. <laughs> and we've got a special guest today. Um, we've got our au pair. Uh, ex au pair. <laughs> yes, yes. Let me correct that. Ex au pair. Um, Jasmine, all the way from Australia. So, Jazz, you can say hi for us. Hey guys, nice to be here. <laughs> and I guess the the reason why we have Jasmine on here and we want to have a conversation with Jasmine because our au pair slash host family relationship was pretty close to perfection, I would say. Uh, that's what I would say. We'll see what Jasmine says <laughs> as we go through the conversation. But in the end, anyway, um, we really felt that, you know, Jasmine was the right person for our family um, and we thought that, you know, the process was relatively smooth. Um, and so we just wanted to demystify um, and, you know, the process of getting the right au pair um, for your family to look after your children. Um, and I guess with even Jasmine, a lot of people were surprised that I picked Jasmine because of her age as well. Um, so because Jasmine was quite young, I think, Jasmine, how old were you when you came? 18? I was 18. Yeah, 18 years old. Yeah, so 18 years old and people were like, oh, you want a young au pair? Are you sure she's not going to be able to, you know, look after kids? Or, you know, uh, we, there might be like, you know, unruly teenagers who don't actually want to be au pairs, but just want to, you know, go out and, you know, see England. And so a lot of people were, you know, well, actually so for us, yeah, yeah, like, you know, we're going to, we're, we're hiring someone young. Um, but actually, in the end, we actually found that we had a fantastic relationship with Jasmine, who in turn had a fantastic relationship with our own children. Um, and so we just wanted to bring some of that to you guys who are thinking or considering about, um, you know, your childcare options, particularly um, about getting a au pair. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jazz, tell us, a, well, tell our listeners a bit about you. <laughs> oh, OK. Um, so... I'm from Australia, if you can't already tell and didn't hear. Um, I'm currently 20. Um, I am. I come from a really great town called Colborra Beach in the Shoalhaven of Australia. I've um, lived there um, pretty much all my life um, and uh, have been very blessed to grow up here. We've got the beach, which isn't too far, um, which I definitely missed during my time in the UK. Um, I have two wonderful parents, two sisters, so one older, one younger, um, and... Um, I've got a lovely dog, a lovely cat. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say. That might be about it. Yeah. You're a Christian. Yes, of course. That as well. Yes. I grew up um, in a lovely family and was able to, um, yeah, fall in love with God at a very young age and have, um, yeah, continued to serve him since since a super young age. And I've, I've loved every minute. Awesome. So Jasmine, why did you want to be an au pair? Yeah, really good. Question. Tell us some of the motivations for young girls to be to want to be au pairs. Um, so I just finished school in 2018 and I wasn't quite ready to go off to university um, the next year. I was really keen to kind of have a gap year, as it's called now. Um, and I was kind of like brainstorming what I would do. I was really keen to travel, really keen to travel in my um, year. Um, and I, my, I think it was my drama teacher that actually spoke to me about when she did au pairing for her gap year. Um, and I was like, wow, au pairing, like I didn't even consider that. Um, and it wasn't until we were, I was having a real conversation with her that I was like, hey, this might be something I'd really love to do. Um, 
I, I absolutely love kids. I love working with them. I love hanging with them. They're like, they're honestly such a joy. Um, and so I was like, oh, pairing could really she, be. She actually does love hanging with them. <laughs> I can testify. Oh, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was thinking oh, pairing could definitely be a thing for me. Um, and people said that it's a great way to get out and experience the world, um, experience new cultures, and it's a great way to travel as well. So that really fitted into it. Um, so I kind of jumped at the chance. I was pretty keen for it. What did your parents say when you said you wanted to go pair? Honestly, they were pretty chill about it. They weren't too like, oh, my goodness, what's she thinking? Um, so to give a bit of context, my older sister, actually, when she had a gap year before she did uni, and she went and travelled in Canada for about seven months. So they weren't um, they were kind of used, they were ex- expecting something, I guess you could say, expecting um, me to say something similar. So, yeah, they were pretty keen about it um, because I was really excited about it. So they were excited for me. But they were, I guess, a bit cautious in the sense that, okay, you're going over to someone else's family. Like, we won't know them. Um, so in that sense, there was, yeah, a bit of caution. But overall, they were pretty pretty enthusiastic as well. Excellent. And um, tell us a bit about the process. So what's the process like when you want to au pair? Um, or when you're signing up to au pair with a family or reaching out to a family. Yeah, run us through the process. Yeah, it's actually pretty simple. I found it quite simple. Um, I just went online. Um, there is like multiple um, au pair agencies, as I call them, um, and I kind of did a bit of research into which one I would choose. Um, I went with Au Pair World, which is where I later found Jenny and Alex, um, And yeah, it was really simple. You just kind of make yourself a profile. Um, You're basically just kind of selling yourself. So you want to like talk about the good things, like basically all to do with like kids. So like if you've ever done, um, you know, like a first aid course and that could definitely put on there because parents would love to see that. Um, But yeah, you just want to sell yourself. um, uh, And then, and then it was pretty simple from there. Like you just, it took time because you have to um, like browse through family after family, trying to find one that would suit your bubble. Um, Au Pair World was really good with that because you could select um, what age kids you wanted, kind of the number of kids, um, even select the the where they live. So if you wanted to, for my instance, I was really keen to go to England. But if you wanted to go to a different country, they were pretty um, good in um, just specialising for that. Um, yeah, and then you just browse through and you find what family you want. You can either reach out to them or they can either reach out to you. Um, and, and then from there, you just kind of start a conversation, see if you like them. You'll often have like a, a video call with them to get to see them, um, through it, through a screen, um, and then get to chat to them. But, and then it kind of goes from there. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So it's quite simple. It seems, it can seem quite daunting, but it, it is pretty, pretty simple when you break it down. So we, we had to pay for, um, the service to be able to basically message um, as many au pairs as you wanted within like a time frame because obviously all the families are on their you know trying to get the best au pairs do you pay on your side or is it free no I never had to pay anything which was kind of what drew me into au pair world because it was free whereas some others you did have to pay um but no not with au pair world yeah. so I guess the night came where well it was nighttime here anyway um and I came across your I was like desperate to find someone to look after our children and I came across your profile but what attracted me to your profile was that you put there um, your childcare experience was in church, like Sunday school church, I think you said. Mm-hmm. And you'd also put that you wanted kids under the age of eight. And I thought, oh, OK, because I thought most au pairs would want to run away from the you know, the difficult ages. <laughs> um, but you'd put. Yeah. So that that's kind of what attracted 
see you. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's a Christian. So I think even the message that I sent you was like, hi, I saw that you have experience looking after kids at church. I'm a Christian and I'd love to to speak with you. And I think that's how we got connected. Yeah, I guess for me, it was um, Jenny had mentioned that you were from Australia and, and you were a Christian. Those two were just, yeah, ticks because I had worked with Australian um, teachers because I, I, I work with schools to recruit for teachers. Um, and I, I've, yeah, like I said, I've worked with a lot of Australian teachers and Australians are very lively, bubbly, um, enthusiastic. And I thought, yeah, this would be great for the kids to have an Aussie in the house and, you know, um, share the energy around. <laughs> um, so for me, those two boxes were like, yes, you know, Australian, Christian, let's, let's interview her. Let's, let's, let's have the conversation. I guess for me, though, when um, I, I saw that you were a Christian, I thought, oh, wow, this could be a really great opportunity for a young Christian girl to come to England and explore her faith outside of the comfort of her own home. Because um, I could tell that your profile, I could tell that you were a Christian. Um, and when we spoke on the phone as well, I could, I could, I don't know, I just got that connection. I guess our spirits just resonated. Yeah. And I really thought that it would be great when you come, not just to come, but to really grow and develop and have an experience which I believe I had when I went to university, which was to really just find my own um, in God. And I, I thought, oh, this could be a great opportunity for Jasmine to do the same. But before we go further, I wanted to ask Jasmine, can you talk a little bit about um, f- financing? Like, what's the etiquette around like you financing your travel or your visas? And, and what do you expect from the host family in return? Because I think there's some um, there's not clarity around that. And people always have those types of questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it does get expensive quickly, I guess you could say. Um, so you have to apply for a visa, which they are not cheap. Um, so I think for me to be specific, it was about a thousand dollars, um, to apply for the visa in that process. Um, and then from there you've got to, you know, you got to think about plane tickets and coming over. So it does get expensive quickly, which can be a bit daunting and I guess kind of turn people away from it. Um, but for me, I, I tried not to think too much about that. I was like, once I get over there, like you're, you're working a job, you'll start, I guess you could say saving, but then you end up spending your money on various things. Um, yeah, so there was the visa and then the plane ticket. And I guess in terms of um, what the au pair family is expected to do, I guess there was a bit of talk about when I was doing research that they, um, yeah, that they help fund like a return trip home. Like when you return home, they'll kind of chip in for that, um, which is always really nice to hear. Um, so, so yeah, I try not to, I, I recommend not to freak out about how much it will be because once you're over there, it's so worth it. Um, and um, definitely, tr- yeah, it's it's not about the money. Depending on what family you find, then you can justify whether it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. For me, totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so Jasmine I guess um I want to go further now where so you I reached out to you and um I think I had a profile so you saw that we were black a black family um honestly what was your initial reaction to that even did you think oh they're black or you just thought oh okay I've been contacted by a host family and let's see where it goes yeah just it's honest pretty- honest opinion Okay, okay. I don't think I've ever spoken about this. Um, I was chatting to my mum only the other day and she was telling me that 
because um, you guys reached out to me and um, I never actually found your profile, but my mom said that she did when she was doing um, a bit of um, researching and um, searching family profiles. She did spot you guys, um, but didn't really think much of it. Like just kind of, oh, really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there was, it was the first time I saw you guys when you reached out to me, but my mom's like, oh, I'm pretty sure I've seen their profile. Um Look, it did throw me for a split second. I was like, oh, oh, they are black. Because um, I come from a very, um, <laughs> my little town. Give us your background, Jasmine. What's your, what's your hometown like so that yeah. people can get a sense of, you know, what part of Australia you're from? I had, um, I'd never seen a black person before, to be honest. Um, like our little town. Jasmine, I didn't even know that. Well, I mean, like um, in the city when you go. Like in person. Yeah, I think in the city for sure I definitely would have seen them, but I didn't know um, personally anyone. Um, we did have in our church family, though, a lady that had married an African, um, but um, he was probably the only one. And it was kind of really shocking when he did come to our church because it was like, whoa, like um, someone knew. Um, and it was there was, there was this hype. Um, so I was really, I was rather excited that you guys had reached out to me rather than like kind of put off. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like someone with a totally different culture. Um, you know, the kids just like, they were so adorable. Like you guys, the kids. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if that kind of explains it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then after we had our conversation and um, to cut a long story short, you decided, oh yeah, like I want, because we spoke to your parents but I think you had decided before we spoke to your parents. Yeah. Um, so what, when you told your parents, I think I want to go with the family, were there any concerns around, yeah, like what, what did they say? Um, they were really supportive. Um, so I mentioned that, you know, when I first saw your profile, I was like, oh, wow, like that, it did shock me for like a split second. But after that, I never even saw it as um, – like a reason not to do it with not to okay with you guys um yeah mum and dad we we didn't even talk about concerns about it all in terms of race um there was nothing about that they were super supportive they understood um that you guys were a christian family which was definitely a big tick um i remember when i was kind of thinking about the okay process i was like nervous to do to do it because i you know i might get with a family who was quite against Christianity or, um, you know, judged me for what um, I believed in. So that was probably my own, that was why I really loved you guys is because you did have the same beliefs that I did. Um, and I think that settled my parents' nerves, sending over an 18-year-old, um, who knows where, but they knew that I was coming to a place um, that, that you know, believed in the same God that we did um, and had the same kind of values and morals. Um, and you guys even stated when we when they did have that call um, with you guys that you were really keen for me to grow as a Christian. Um, you were keen for this experience to be not just about work, but yeah, for a chance to grow my own faith. And then they were like, okay, these guys are the real deal. Um, they're really keen for you to to go over and yeah, and experience more than just a job. Um, and so that definitely, I think that was they would just look towards that. Like yeah, race never came into it. Um, would never was never a reason not to do it. it was never like a reason to do it it just yeah it wasn't even considered to be honest oh, great great so what was the reaction like from friends and maybe other family members outside obviously your, your parents yeah yeah um 
It's so funny. I want to talk about a quick story. Um, I remember the f- once we decided that um, I would we would I would au pair for you guys. Um, I remember we had our first like FaceTime with the boys, um, with Zachary and Dariah, and um, it was really interesting. The first I remember it was early morning for me, so it must have been evening for you guys. The boys are in their pajamas. I was sitting on the couch out in our living room. Um, my dad was getting for, getting ready for work, so he was out. He was around. Um, and when I got on the phone, I'm not sure if you prepared the boys at all, but um, I remember the first thing little Zachary said was, she's white. <laughs> and we, <laughs> <laughs> we I, I like, try not to um, react to it because you guys didn't at that time. But my dad comes in from the background. I, 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 I think I remember that, actually. I think I remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was so funny. And so that was a running joke um, that went on for a while. Dad just loved it. He was like, he's white. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. So there was like an excitement level to it from obviously the kids and then also from me. Like I was yeah. I was like, okay, like these guys might not have experienced like a white person before either in a sense of knowing one personally. So I was rather excited that I was going to be that. Um yeah, and I, d- I do remember, though, when I was telling my oldest sister about um, you guys. Um, so I didn't live with my – my oldest sister didn't live with us at the time. And so she um, – when I told her, oh, I've got, like, an au pair family, like, I've just started on one, it's really exciting. And she's like, oh, do you have, like, a picture of them? And you guys had sent through a picture of you guys, um, beautiful family portrait. And so I showed it to her, um, not kind of forewarning her that, of your colour, and she, she did was like, oh, oh, like yeah. briefly shocked for like that split second <laughs> unexpectedness. Um, and I was like, oh, oh, like I just didn't even think to prepare her that, hey, like I'm going through a family of a different culture. Like it just never crossed my mind. Um, but obviously for her, it was a yeah. bit of a shock. <laughs> no, awesome. Do you know what? That's, that's actually funny that what Zachary said. It's just I can imagine Zachary saying that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just made me laugh, honestly. <laughs> That is funny. It is funny. It is. Um, I was going to ask, Jazz, I mean, were there any other nerves that you had other than, um, you know, the the family that you were going to um, were not going to be Christians or, you know, um, against your faith? Were there any other nerves that you had, for example, coming over to us? Um, You know, maybe the room that you're going to stay in or... uh, the house that you're going to be in, how comfortable was it going to be? Yeah, because I think this the day that general. you were, or like the day that you were coming, you're like, he sent me a picture of the room. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, don't worry, we, we have got the room for you. <laughs> I do remember asking that. I do remember that. Um, I don't think there was any nerves as such. I think it was all just excitement at that phase. Like I was excited to see the room I was going to be in. I was excited to see the house, to see like the town that you lived in, um, to kind of experience. Um, I remember we talked about me coming to your church and experiencing that. So it was more excitement rather than nerves. Um, so honestly, I can't even think of anything I was – I think I was just nervous to meet you guys. Like we'd done it all over screen um, and then to kind of meet you in person. Like it's very different, um, I guess, to like a FaceTime. So I was, yeah, a bit nervous for the initial meeting. Jasmine, I was going to ask, what were, the thing, what were the things that we did to make you feel comfortable then when you came over? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing I was I was so comfortable coming to a Christian family. Um, 
that eased my mind so much knowing that um yeah we shared the same beliefs but I was I was also excited about it um in a sense because I knew I came up grew up in a Baptist um background um and you guys were um you weren't Baptist so I was kind of excited to experience like a new a new denomination of Christianity I guess I'd never really kind of dabbled in that so I was keen to um see that so at the same time that was it was, a, it was a bit comfortable, but it was also exciting um, to experience something new. Um, I think my parents being comfortable with it um, made me comfortable as well. I was, you know, 18 years old, just like a fresh little baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, coming, coming over to a totally different part of the world, um, knowing they were comfortable with it definitely eased my mind. Um, and I think like once I was in, once I was there, um, what you guys did to make me feel comfortable. You were just super welcoming. Um, you you didn't kind of just expect it just as a job. Like from the get-go, you were really keen to get to know me um, and to include me like in your family. Um, I remember, I think it was that, I arrived on like a Thursday. Watching Lufa, watching Lufa. We, we watched the whole of Lufa together. Yes, we watched so many TV shows. I was going to like, that was just a great way that you guys yeah, it wasn't. It was more than a job for you guys as well. Um, like, yeah, you invited me to your mum's um, dinner on the, the Sunday after I arrived. Like the next Sunday, I arrived, and that was. I was like, whoa! Like these guys, you know, these guys really are so yeah, welcoming and and very family like and um, relational. So that definitely from the get go, I was like, okay, these guys are good. <laughs> Do you know what though? I I felt that. I guess for me um, in particular, I felt that I, I I just wanted you to feel very welcomed and um, comfortable as well. Um, and, and I knew that you were, you were 18 and I, I just kept, and I, I remember having conversations with you as well that I always used to ask you if you remember, oh, how are your parents? Have you spoken to your parents today? Have you kept in touch with your parents? Um, because I was just very conscious that, um, yes, you know, you're 18 year old and you've traveled on, to the other side of the world. Um, and I was just thinking if I was a parent, I would probably be a little bit nervous and concerned. Um, and I just wanted to, I, yeah, I just wanted you to feel as comfortable as possible. Um, and your parents to, to know that you were in, in good hands. And um, yeah, I, I felt as well, the responsibility kind of like to make sure that Jasmine was always okay. Yeah. I, I, though your parents never said, oh, make sure that she's always okay and you know we're, we're leaving her in your capable hands kind of like not they haven't they didn't verbally say that but I felt that onus to to just make sure that you know you were okay and you know that you were safe um so I think from my point of view that's that's if, if anything I was nervous about was just living up to that expectation yeah I remember having conversations with you Alex so vividly about all of that um and I do remember you I think it must have been we I'd really settled in like I'd been there a couple of months um and you were yeah you were saying exactly that that you felt yeah like you guys were very much like um guardians I guess you could say um and I definitely felt that as well like now even finishing the experience with you guys um you're definitely like second parents to me like your parents in England like it's it's really but it's connected that way like it's amazing um and I do remember because I used to go out like you know and explore the city and everything and um yeah. I remember once you were saying, oh, like we were a bit nervous if you like didn't come back by like, you know, whatever time or yeah, you just, you were very, you were cautious. 
you were thinking of me, which really just soothed my, um, yeah, me, me being over there. I, I knew that I had people looking out for me, um, which was, yeah, which was amazing. So Jasmine, I wanted to ask you, um, what preconceptions did you come here with and how did they change when you left? Okay. Good question. Good question. Um, <laughs> Um, I had any. yeah yeah a couple I mean I knowing that you guys were a different culture I kind of had ideas about um, about that in terms of um, uh, how you guys might have um, well first off like the food I knew that food was going to be different I remember having a conversation with you about you asked if I liked spicy food and I was like oh no way <laughs> um, now I'd say a different answer now I'd say I love it but at that time I, I couldn't handle it definitely changed me for the better (laughs) um yeah but and then I think to do with culture as well like I had ideas about how um about how you guys might have like lived or like how you raised your children um you know I did I I was kind of um aware that that might be different to how like you know um, Australians raise um their kids how I was brought up um yeah and I think living there and through the experience I did notice that it was different um and so that, but in like a good way, not in a bad way at all. Um, um, yeah, so that definitely changed. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I'm, I'm not sure. I was just, I was trying to be very open about it all. Like I didn't want to come with too many expectations of what it was in case it didn't meet it or because um, then that, that then gets like negative and you don't want that. You, you really got to have um, kind of like a positive attitude when you want to au pair um, so that, so that you're, you know, you're um, aware that anything can happen um, and you're kind of ready for it um, in a sense. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. So, Jazz, let me ask you, what makes a good old pair for our listeners out there who are considering, um, you know, taking an old pair? Uh, What's the having an old pair? What should they look out for? What makes a good old pair? Um Give us the nuggets. Okay. Oh, that's a great You had them all down. You had them all down. Oh. <laughs> um, Yeah, just be like me, basically. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I think you've got to have a real love for kids um, first up. Like you have to love working with them. You have to have an eagerness to want to work with them and to see them grow. Um, that will just make your experience so much more enjoyable because you'll love what you're doing. Um, I think, um, yeah, being an au pair, um, you've got to be flexible. You have to be, um, flexible. You are basically coming into a new family. Um, you know, they might do things differently to how you have. So you have to just kind of, um, yeah, be flexible in the sense of being ready to, um, adapt to what they've got going. Um, you know, you might not be how you were raised or what you were brought up with or what you're used to. Um, so just being aware that things will change and you have to be ready for that. I think patience as well. That's a big thing. I mean, with kids, you have to have patience anyway. Um, but I think patience with the whole experience. Um, look, it will be hard. It'll be hard to begin with. Um, you know, you def- you've come into a new a new family that you don't even know, um, and it's quite daunting. So you just have to be patient in the sense that it will, if, if it is struggling at the beginning, it'll get better because it's, it's always hard to begin things. But once you're into that routine and you get to know the kids and you get to know the parents, it definitely, it's definitely so rewarding. Um, yeah. And you have to just, I guess, yeah, know that there could be challenges, um, whether that's, you know, homesickness or connecting with the kids. Um, you just have to take time and know that it will take time. So don't, don't rush it and don't freak out if within like two days, it's not perfect. 
um, because it, it might not be, it might not be, um, it'll just take time. And, to, and with the patience, um, I guess you have to be open. Um, you know, it will be a new experience. Um, it's it's going to be different. It's probably something you've never done before, um, like it was in my my situation. So just being open to it and being open to um, new possibilities and and taking different opportunities and the new experience that will it will bring um, because it, it does it's so rewarding once you get past that kind of initial hurdle um, and it's it's life changing like the people you meet um, the connections you have with the kids the skills you'll grow um, yeah it's it's so rewarding great I I agree I, well maybe one day I could be up here as well. Go for it. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> where, when are you going to go? But <laughs> uh, Chaz, look, every day you wore a smile on your face and you were so happy. I mean, look, you know, I told you before that um, I've worked with Australians um, before, Aussies. I love them. And to be fair, again, I, I don't think I ever saw one that was ever down or, you know, had a bad day. They just always on a high energy um but let us know did you ever have like a stressful day or felt like oh today's been a long day or it's been too much today because you just seem so happy every like, single you day like giving up one day like, and, and i just felt, i felt to myself well i said to myself that there's no way that <laughs> you're consistently happy like this there must be a day where you're Jesus. just like yeah <laughs> help me <laughs> These kids are driving me crazy. Yeah, look, Jesus was her reason for the season. But, oh, you know, for sure. Maybe. But I, I mean, like, during this time of lockdown with these kids, I mean, I love my kids. You know, they're brilliant. They're amazing. But I, I'm not going to lie to you. The first couple of weeks, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jazz, how did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, au pairing, you do have to have that positive attitude. Um, you know, you're working with kids and you want them to be happy. Um, so if you're happy yourself, then that will kind of come off them. Um, so, you know, you do try to, you know, put a smile on your face or, you know, just to um, have an excitement when you're like, you know, playing with them or when they wake up in the morning. Um Look, I don't think there was ever a day where I, you know, not regretted it or was like, what am I doing? Um, there was definitely hard days. I, I do know that um, um, towards the end of my nine months with you guys, um, the, you went back to work a couple of days, Jenny, or you'd go out for the day. So I would be with the kids, um, which was a bit daunting at first because, you know, having three kids all at once, um, as much as I, you know, connected with them amazingly. Um, it was still it's totally different once you guys step out that door. Um, you know, they kind of think, okay, Jazz is home. How can we misbehave or what can we do? Um, so I think in those moments it was a bit tricky if they, um, with discipline, like they, and then they're kind of running around crazy and um, you just kind of want to calm them down. Um, and you're like, oh, what am I doing? Like I can't do this. I'm not a parent. Um, but I think that's what you have to think is you're not the parent. You're, you're an au pair. So they will see you differently. Um, you just kind of have to figure out how you're going to get that across to them, um, how you're going to um, establish that, you know, that I am, even though the parents might be home or um, they're not home, you are the person in charge. Um, so I guess in those moments, yeah, it was hard um, if they didn't understand that um, and you just wanted to make them sit down and be quiet. But um, all in all, they were pretty good. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and yeah, and I think they, they help you be positive. They, you know, they've got so much energy from the minute they wake up to like the minute they go down. Um, 
And so that helps you, that, that bounces off you as well. Um, so you can kind of, um, yeah, they, they allow you, they help you to, um, you know, get through your day and, um, and to be positive. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, look, I would say that Jasmine was awesome for us. And um, I just want to let everybody know that's listening, that prayer actually works. Mm. Because before Jasmine, we did have a couple um, and they weren't too bad, but they weren't as great as Jasmine. Um, and I, I've spoken to um, friends as well that have had au pairs in the past. And one, one, one good friend of mine said that, he's had au pairs for the last 12 years and every year he's changing an au pair. So he's basically had 12 au pairs, um, which I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, no, the one that we've got, she is amazing, completely amazing. And I, I just want to let people know that prayer works. We prayed for someone who would come in and fit in with the family um, of the same faith as, faith as us, um, has an understanding, um, pleasant to be around and God gave us exactly that so I, I always used to tell Jasmine that look listen you are God sent honestly God sent and you know one of the best things that happened to us in 2019 was Jasmine coming to, to to be part of our family and I'm not just saying that honestly I mean that from the bottom of my heart and I know Jenny feels the same way as well so guys prayer works you can pray for these things you know, you don't have to limit it to um, to cars and houses and all these. You can pray for good old pairs. Prayer works. God answers all sorts of prayers. And for us, he answered this very important one that we needed at that stage of our lives. You got any questions that you have for us? Yeah, yeah. I guess um, we spoke about how I, coming to a family of a different culture, a different race, um, how did you guys prepare yourselves and even like your kids for me coming to, you know, a person who's of a different colour, like how did that, um, how did you prepare the kids for that and even yourselves and living with someone who, um, who, yeah, is different? I think, I think for us, I mean, as you can probably tell, um, London is quite diverse. So I don't think it was a big deal for us. It was just, for me, if you're a Christian, that's, that's what I cared about. Um, and so, you know, I've, you weren't the first white person that I've, you know, I work with white people. I've been to school. I've lived with white people. I've been to boarding school. And even Causton, you know, there are, you know, it's not, it's not the most diverse town or part of London. Um, so it was never, as soon as I saw that you were a Christian, that is what I knew would matter the most. Like having someone who was on the same wavelength as us in terms of being able to read a Bible story with the kids without thinking that it's weird or being able to, you know, pray. If I actually, you know, can you pray for the kids? Yeah, sure. Like, or like being able to play my worship in the car or like in the house. That is what concerned me more than, you know, the color of your skin, to be fair. Um, and in terms of how we prepared the children, I don't think I ever said to them, oh, like she's a white lady who's coming. Obviously, Zach, they saw you and then they, <laughs> they, but for us, when we talk about race like that, it's, it's not, it's not awkward. It's like, yeah, they're white, they're black. And I'm probably sure you heard, you know, my kids, as you went out around with them or like, you know, in their conversations, they might have said, oh, this is a white person. This is a black person. And I guess for us as ethnic minorities in the UK, um, that is the fact of the matter is, is that we talk about these things just normally because, um, you know, we are, the, we are seen as diverse. So 
I want my children to be able to say, oh, you know, she's white or she, he's black and it not feel weird because yeah. it's, it's, it's truth, but that doesn't make us, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have anything in common or it doesn't mean, you know, and I think for me, actually, I thought it was fantastic that you as a white person came into our home as a strong Christian because yeah. I wanted, I thought it's important that my children also see that it's not just black people that go to church or are yeah. Christians. Yeah. You know, Jirai goes to a, Christian school so he does see that um but you know when you would say you know I'm, I'm going to church boys or I'm going to prayer or I'm going to bible study they know that um our belief in Christ is not because of you know the color of our skin yeah, it's not limited to race it's not limited to race it's because we believe in a savior called Jesus yeah. um and so I guess the only thing I was nervous about mainly was probably how you were going to cook <laughs> to be fair and when you did come for the the first couple of weeks I was thinking oh no like I think I think she's perfect in every way but I don't know how she's going to get on with cooking things because I'm not sure but like you as everything you picked it up and fantastic fantastic by the end of it like I can literally be like oh Jasmine make the fried rice make this make that make that spice the chicken you wouldn't even know if it's me or you who's cooked it. Yeah. And um, so. And I would testify. Because <laughs> Alex doesn't eat people's food. Like we lived with other people. Alex will not eat their food. Yeah. But he wouldn't mind. He would eat Jasmine's food. Yeah. Um. So in terms of, yeah, like the race for us, that's that's that was our perception. And other than as well, I guess, um, making sure that you were comfortable. So again. You know, as I was saying before, in my mind, I was always thinking, obviously, because, you know, it, you were having a different race in the family. I just wanted to make sure that you were comfortable because we were so comfortable. I just always wanted to make sure that you were super comfor- comfortable about it. But guys, this is how comfortable we were with Jasmine. Before she left, she watched Coming to America. Like, yes. you all know <laughs> that we've all watched Coming to America. That's how Jasmine, by the end, she was like, let's watch the Coming to America. Like, she, she fully, fully embraced, fully embraced us as a family. And I think we fully, hopefully, Jasmine, yeah. I hope you felt that we embraced you. Um, but yeah, I would say that I think our the commonality of Christ yeah. meant that although we had those initial thoughts maybe on both sides you know mm-hmm. what is it going to be like but really um you know when you when we all have a cut we all bleed we all bleed yeah. red and yeah. um the fact that we bleed in christ was more important mm-hmm. than any other thing because it made us it meant that our families uh, the family stayed on the same wavelength on the christ wavelength and we didn't have to bend it or you know be politically correct around you or you know we said that Jesus is the way, truth, and the life. And yeah. you you agreed with that. So yeah. for us, that was what was important. And your family as well. Yeah. It's like, for us, you're, you're still part of our family. You might be in Australia right now, but whenever you need, whenever you come over to the UK and you need a place or even your family as well, because your family, your, your whole family are family to us as well. So we're, our doors are always open to you, always open to your family. And that's the kind of connection that we've built over the last year and a bit, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. Just, un- just, just under, under a year. Yeah. No, just over a year. Just over a year. Just over a year. Yeah, because Jasmine left in March. Yeah, a year and a month. Oh, well, see, it felt that long. In a good way. I'm going to find that in a good way. <laughs> but, um, but Jasmine, no, it'll be interesting. We will definitely come, come under, come yes. down under one day, and it'll be interesting to me. To be to be that black family that your sisters have never never had, 
or like, you know, to, to, for them to interact with us and just, I guess, break down those walls of, um, you know, just preconceived notions just because maybe you haven't had the experience. Yeah. Um, but I think the experience definitely showed us that we are one body in Christ, that we are one in Christ. And, you know, I can... Honestly, I can just think of times that we would just be like in the car and we'll have the worship on and we'll just be like, you know, singing to the worship or like, you know, I'll be laughing at Ari's worship and be like, Eddie, what playlist is that? I need to go download that playlist. Um, because that's what we had in common and it meant that we could gel as a family. And the kids knew that as well. Um, and I think that was one of the best things that came out of, of the experience is that it probably broke down our barriers that have been built up by society yeah. and because of the colour of each other's skin. It wasn't a superficial relationship that we built with you. You are a pair. We were the host family. But I really feel that we actually blended as a family um, that year that we were privileged to have you. Yeah, yeah, I so agree. I so agree with that. Like, I think the whole experience was just so, like, I had so much growth with you guys, um, you know, not just in my childcare skills, but in my own faith and my relationship with God. Um, and I, I can only credit that to you guys and to God for get, putting us together like that. You know, the fact that we found each other was so amazing, um, you know, and talking about how, you know, when you guys will come to Australia, because I know it's when, not if, um, you'll get to meet my family. And like, I, I've already noticed so much difference in them um, in terms of um, like being culturally aware and like opening their eyes. Like they've learned so much through me living with you guys. Um, and I think that's, it's, it's just amazing that, you know, one connection can then change other, so many other people's um, ideas and just um, opinions. And yeah, it's really amazing what it can do. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So Jasmine, thank you for sitting down with us here at the God's Knot. Um, we miss you so much. The yes, boys, they say your name a lot. Like today, oh, I think there's a game pile up plate or something. Exactly. was like, I played it with Jasmine. I have played it with Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think we're driving in the car and Jirai said your name for some whatever reason so your name comes up like every other day <laughs> so they have not forgotten about you they love you and we miss you but you know we're looking forward to coming to your wedding we're looking forward yes. to meeting your kids even you know who knows you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future but all we know is that we will definitely be in each other's future yeah um so god bless you for sitting down with us and also talking about these issues that you know you may have never even shared with your friends or your family as openly as you have um but you know, God bless you for being honest and open and, and being a role model to all the au pairs that people are looking for in their lives. Yes, <laughs> yes. And remember, guys, prayer does work because jazz is a living testimony. Prayer works. Definitely. We love you, jazz. So thank you. But thanks, guys, for joining us here at the World Club. And yes, we you. will see you very, very soon. Yes. Bye.